listeners. This song is No Big Deal by Baby Legend. She's gonna waste my time talking. She gave me no other option. She asked what's wrong with me. I said it's MBD. Everything is black lights faded. I fucking hate it. No more conversations. I'm overstimulated. I want my mom as fast as I can. Don't look down and don't look back. Anxiety gave me another girl. Now we're good friends. We go way back. of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today for the second time on the program and for the first time in person with Davey Legend, local recording artist located here in Redding, California. Travis Terry is to my left, the founder of X3 Records and also creative director for these guys. Jaden Costella is back here filming for us. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing great, doing man. Great. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm excited to be here. I went to work all fucking day looking forward to this, so yeah. definitely enjoy no, this a, a little more. So. I've been nervous uh, about this. No, yeah, I'm anxious right now. <laughs> the, I saw on the, the comic collected is all a mask. I'm actually, like, I peed myself earlier. I'm sitting in it right now. <laughs> I did see on the way here, you're like, I'm about to curb stomp uh, CEO of anxiety or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you want to know what the plan is? What's that? When I leave this, I want to have a black eye. I don't want to be like, damn, anxiety got hands. And then just, like, have my ass beat or something. That's my plan. I, I like that bar. I just realized the uh, um, anxiety gave me an autograph. I, I like that. I saw you yeah. put that. I was like, uh, your bio. Or you put that as something on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I fuck with that. I actually like that line a lot. No, that's my favorite line of the whole song. That's pro- that song would never have been released if it wasn't for that line, probably. Because I just like the imagery of, like, you personifying it. And then the music video, we did some really cool shit with that, too. But, yeah, that is, like, my favorite line from that song. Yeah, fuck yeah. And we'll get to more of that in a sec. I want to yeah. give some special shout-outs. Then no, no, special shout-outs real quick. Uh, thank you to everyone on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast. I appreciate you guys very much for tuning in, always. Downloading, subscribing, whatever you guys want to do, I appreciate it. And I also want to let you guys know I have free podcast hats available. If you guys would like a free podcast hat, just hit me up on Instagram at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you've always wanted. Again, that is 707-260-9151. And without further ado, man, let's get into it. So we played it for the intro. Your new single, No Big Deal, NBD, yes. dropped last Friday. Yes, congrats. yes. Congrats. Uh, Thank you. Big success. I saw you hit yes. a million likes on TikTok, which... Yes. Congrats on that as well. Dude. That is a shit ton. Fuck yeah, dude. I have like 5,000, so, you know, yeah, I mean, everyone's got to start somewhere, but yeah. yeah, congrats on that. And you guys are really popping off right now. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you guys are probably the biggest thing going on in the city musically. I don't even think it's fucking close. Everyone's trying to work with y'all, mm-hmm. and you guys put out some good shit. So I just wanted to ask about the new single, when it got recorded, what you think about it, and if there's any more new music on the horizon, like what's, is this the lead single for something or, cause I see a lot of your stuff mm. and I, 
and I'll stop talking here in a sec, but you do it smartly, mm. if that's a word. You don't. You guys don't do albums. You guys just do like a single a week, mm-hmm. single a week, because mm-hmm. it's like the SoundCloud streaming era. Like it's tough, man. Like you put out yeah. 15 songs on an album, like only two or three are gonna get those spins. If you put out one a week, one every couple weeks. That's smart. So yeah, this man's catching on to the sauce, bro. <laughs> He's, it, He's bro. analyzing the sauce. <laughs> Letting the sauce go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to expose the sauce, but I mean, is that real strategy? Is that something that you guys, it was unintentional? I mean, like, what's the idea behind the one a week thing? So it's not one a week per se, um, for me at least. I mean, there's a lot of projects that we've worked on, so I guess it, it kind of probably seems like one a week because it's just, the amount of shit that we work on is just absolutely insane. So, like, something that we've worked on inevitably is getting dropped every week, but it's not exactly, it's not like my song. So, like, I, like, I feel like I haven't been dropping enough. I dropped, the last time I dropped was like in July and it was on SoundCloud and then like three weeks before that I dropped Silly Me. And then now, like I'm trying to get more into like a consistent way with it. Um, now in terms of like actual music, as for content, I'm doing content every week, yeah. I'm doing like, and it all, it is all like pretty calculated and and I think it kind of has to be just with like TikTok and even like streaming and everything. like everything I feel like is like, um, what is it? Like, not manifesting, but it's facilitating hype is, like, kind of everything. And, like, people's attention are so, is so short. So you want to build hype. You can't do it too early. You can't do it too much. And it's just kind of, like, learning how to do that. And it's kind of – there isn't really one rule to it. That's kind of why, like, me and Trav work on that, like, a ton is figuring out the content, reading your audience. How do we do something different, new and funny? Or, like, it, I don't know. It's just – it's kind of this crazy little – game you have to play with with social media and everything but yeah a million likes man something's right yeah. i mean S- dude something, there's is, a lot something of, is going right you know it's uh, the, the hard part about fucking tiktok bro is it's so hard so it's easy it's actually i feel like i figured out how to make shit blow up now the hard part is making shit blow up that relates back to like my music or even me because like i showed you that one tiktok my last tiktok that blew up is like 115,000 views right now and like that's cool but it's about Kanye and Drake. It has nothing to do with me. So I didn't even get that many followers off that. Got a lot of likes. And, like, I'm on the TikTok creator fund, so I'll probably see, like, $20, $30 for making that. Which is cool that I'm getting paid for, like, making that video. I'm getting, like, it's monetizable. But, like, it's not related to my music. So that's the really hard part. I've had one. The first video that ever blew up for me was about me and my music. And that's what got me, like, 50,000 followers. Got my song sleeve to do really really well and all these things and that that one like i just feel like i was super lucky with that like it was a good video well constructed blah blah blah, blah. but i got i feel like i got really lucky everything else is blown up in the meantime it's just been dumb shit like just funny <laughs> dumb mostly cringe just the worst shit but it it's doing well so yeah yeah uh, let's backtrack a little bit how'd you guys meet where did this idea to do music come from you know Trav, you being his manager, you being the artist, like, like, oh, where'd all this start? Damn. So, <laughs> it, it, it started, like, I was running the X3 page, and I was, like, managing one of my friends at the time, uh, Alex, and Davey, like, found me through that page, and, like, through the content I was putting out. I slid in his DMs, I was like, hey, baby, Yeah, and then he, he, reached out, he reached out to me, and I was just like, oh, what's up? Checked out his music and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And it's actually funny because he reached out to me as like a producer. He's like, oh, yeah, I oh, produced yeah. this album. So I was like, hey, I kind of make beats. He like did his research on me, I guess, and he knew I was a producer. So he's like, oh, if I reach out as a producer, it'll probably like come across better. And so I checked it out and I was like, this shit's fire, bro. Like, 
had a really good voice. So like, it was we, not fire. No, it was. It was no, <laughs> no, I saw a lot of potential. <laughs> it was not that fire. I mean, compared to now. Well, I mean that that project is out actually right now. Mediocre at best. I didn't have it. The first email sent you didn't have any of the songs on it. Oh, it wasn't? Nah. Uh, it was well, all mostly production and songs I had with other people. Mm. And one song had my vocals on it. Uh, I snuck one in. Yeah. And it was my song with Love Mo. Uh, it was called Rolly. It was like, Rolly, uh, 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 You remember that song? Uh-uh. No? Oh, uh, dude, I fucking love that song. <laughs> Nate, if Nate sees this, Love Mo, I fuck. Like, he's going to be like, because I fucking love that song. But yeah, that yeah. was the song that I snuck in there. Yeah. Then then we met up and he played me his project like in person. And I was just like, wow, this kid's fucking talented. We need to get some stuff going. And so it's just kind of been up since then. Then we started the studio together, released that project. Um, and just been kind of going crazy with that ever since. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I see here, man, like, Lost with Sad Exotic. I mean, 45,000. Yeah. It's pretty decent. Uh, it's a good dude, day at the office. Alex, Sad Exotic is just a fucking G, dude. He, uh, when I first met with Trav, he was, like, already kind of blowing up. And he kind of, like, taught, he taught me a lot of shit about kind of just everything, honestly. Because him and Trav were working together, um, and he was blowing up. And he taught me how to just do content. He showed me, like, oh, the consistency with content, how important that is. Like, even, like, the photo shoot stuff and then just, like, having fun and everything. Um, so I think, I, like, doing that song with him really helped my shit a lot because it's, like, kind of, like, when you do songs with other people, it's, like, for one, to make a cool song together, but also, like, you're sharing fan bases. Like, his fans now get to be aware of me and my fans get to be aware of him. But, yeah, that song did really, really well. A lot of people still go back to that song. And that was when I was doing, like, Juice World type shit. I don't do just real shit to that shit anymore, so. I would yeah. say I could tell it went a little more, I don't want to say pop, but it's a, it's a little more like uh, maybe radio friendly these days compared to, yeah, like a, the Juice World, you know, Triple X kind of guys. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And this all started last year for you. I mean, I, I was looking back on the iTunes discography. It only goes back to like April last year. I mean, like when did you start recording? Oh, damn. It, people really think I've only been doing this for a year. <laughs> Dude, I've been... I've been recording since, like, 2014, like, 15. Oh, shit. So I've been, okay. I've been doing music, like, kind of my whole life. But it's all... I did, like, classical shit because my mom wanted me to be... Um, she didn't want me to be, like, a violinist or pianist, but she just wanted me to, you know, play an instrument. So I was doing fucking violin, piano, and then... What was it? It was Bastille. Bastille, that band. Mm, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that was like, ayo, yeah. ayo. That fucking... <laughs> yeah, I remember that, that song. That fucking, yeah. <laughs> that song and that band is what kind of got me interested in pop music. I taught myself how to play it on the piano. And then my dad, dude, my fucking dad is like, he whistles. So, I'm not even... You know what? I'm, that's just a big fucking rabbit trail. Anyways, I started recording fucking years ago. I started really recording, like, 2017, 2018 started dropping, I think my earliest drop is like 2016. It's called Red Roses. A lot of people will still know that's like my brother's favorite song still. Um, that song did really, really well. And then everything was just on SoundCloud. And then my first, my first stuff that really started popping off though and really going hard, I think industry-wise and on a professional level was when I started working with Trap. Up until then, very SoundCloud, bedroom studio, um, not knowing what the fuck I was doing, not taking anything like, like I was taking it seriously in here but not doing and like not content wise and everything. So I would say, yeah, we've, de I deleted a lot of stuff off of my like um, Spotify and Apple music and iTunes too. So like pretty much only like 
I try. I'm probably honestly. I'm even thinking about deleting my first album, but people. I know that people will be mad about that, so I'm gonna have to keep it up. But like, I, I kind of deleted everything that I felt like was not me, and then was just not at the quality standard. But everything's still up on SoundCloud. So like, if you're on SoundCloud and you scroll down, you'll be like, holy shit, there's old stuff. Yeah, for sure. So why delete the music though? Do you feel like it's you said it doesn't feel like it's you that did it, but I feel like that's kind of a nice stepping stone for people to look at. Like, oh, he came from whatever to now it's like, well, you know, no big deal. It's a good record. It's a great record. Yeah. I mean, the 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 reason why I think is for clutter purposes almost. And then it's kind of like you're directing attention. Like even on Instagram, it's like I only have like nine posts right now. And it's because I'm deleting the ones I don't that don't really do well. And then I don't really like it. And then I probably have like fucking 500 posts overall. But it's all about like, so like, when people click on Spotify, I don't want them to like be like, oh, there's all this shit to look at. I want them to really look at the new thing and like what I'm really pushing right now. So it's like if I have all my old music that's been there for freaking ever and it's not even that good anymore, I don't want someone to click on my page and it's like the like my one chance to get them as a fan and then they're clicking on like an old song that like isn't at the quality that I want it to be, you know? I kind of think that like all the old stuff, I want I want to have it out there. That's why it's on SoundCloud. And it's like I feel like it's more special if people have to dig for it. And then it's not good either. It's like, it's cool to see where I came from. And I think that, that the people that like will benefit from like seeing that will find it. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys mentioned having the sauce. I guess me knowing the sauce a little bit. But obviously, especially you, Trav, have like studied, I don't know who, but somebody very well. Because like I said, I don't know if I said it on here, but pre-pod, like you're this weird mystique like everyone's always with you everyone there's always pictures in the studio it's always work time but like I, and i'm not saying they never see you outside but it, it seems like people don't like get to see a glimpse of you in public and it's almost like it's on purpose who'd you study and when did you start wanting to manage artists and, and do all this stuff i've kind of always like wanted to be like behind the scenes for like big artists like a big inspiration for me was travis scott's stuff like i just always like like, just seeing his, like, album rollouts and, like, I don't know, just everything about it was really cool and just, like, I just felt like there was a lot of people helping out on it, like, behind the scenes. Um, a big influence of mine is definitely Jimmy Iovine, mm. for sure. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, just... So, so you studied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, a lot definitely. of people were like, who the fuck's Jimmy Iovine? But I yeah. know exactly who you're, yeah. yeah. I feel dope. like a lot of the, the sauce stuff that we find though I feel like a lot of it is like me and Trav just making lots of mistakes on purpose honestly like what we'll, like we're we have like all these ideas all the time and we take like I feel like everything's kind of like you, you see something and then you're like oh I want to try that and you try it and then like it fails and then you learn or then or mm. like you try it and then it works and like I feel like a lot of it is like that yeah, just like on top of everything so. yeah yeah yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, that's all part of the process, too, is just trying stuff out. Some of it's going to fail. Some of it's going to take yeah. off. What do you think is the biggest win you guys have had so far, like, just in your partnership? Biggest, like, dub that we've got? Yeah. What's your guys' Probably. favorite moment? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest W, I think, is just even having the relationship that I have with Trav and, like, the trust that I have with him, like, as... Like, like, just in the music industry, it's, like, so... I mean, I guess in life, bro, it's hard to trust people. And, like, yeah, anybody. Yeah, dude. And then yeah. in music, there's so many fucking variables and just bullshit with fucking clout and 
all these politics it's just, and yeah and yeah. people are always trying to get something and then it's just I'm I feel like my biggest W is being able to like have found Trav and then like even just built the trust and like the relationship that we we have right now. I feel like so a lot of people were jealous of that and a lot of people were like not even jealous but inspired by that and like that's like something that I really do think where it's like you should chase after like building a relationship kind of like what me and Trav have where it's like we're both grinding our asses off to like build each other and like I've learned shitloads from him he's learned shitloads from me it's just like completely just you know the same mindset the same like drive I, I would say that's my biggest moment rather than like a song like I don't have a hit song yeah like we don't have like a big moment really I don't think I think yeah that's definitely like I agree with everything that Davey just said but like in terms of like outside like from like shit that's happened probably just like just finishing like projects and getting the project like out and like seeing it go out and like getting a positive reaction from it like with heartbreak hotel that was a really like yeah. big moment i feel like yeah. and it kind of like it was a huge shift and like working on that project for like a year straight almost and for it to come to life and for him to like blow up on tiktok how we did I don't know, that was just a really cool moment for me, at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll say this. I mean, I used to do music back in the day. Glad I do this now. But this place had, until, honestly, X3 became a thing and, and, you know, guys like you guys came along, had a really tough time, like, getting along with each other. It was always some weird competition, some just diss tracks, just all sorts of different stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much that's going on these days. I'm not really that ingrained in the music scene here, but I know of you guys, obviously. And I think it's cool, man, like, is the goal for this whole thing to put writing on the map? Is it for you guys to go to like a whole other stratosphere and like work with your legends? Do you guys just want to, I mean, some people just want to sit at a certain level and just kind of stay there. I mean, what is like, I guess maybe the end game and all this, is there any sort of end game or are you just one day at a time with this whole thing? I think like for me at least, and I think cause like me, like, like for me, I just want to inspire people like, the same way that, like, I guess I was inspired. It's, like, I, I was inspired by, like, 20 on Pods and, like, my idols and, like, I want to do the same thing for others. And I, and I think just letting people know that, that this is doable. And then also, like, proving, like, I think a big another big part of it for me was, like, just proving my parents wrong. But, like, mm. I just want to inspire people. And then on, like, the X3 side of things, I feel like it's, like, yeah, like, we really care about this location and these people and NorCal because we kind of feel like, I feel like even, like, politically freaking culturally socially like we kind of feel like we're completely overlooked and just like we're ahead of step child and just sure. look down on yeah, yeah. exactly so yep. I, like for me like personally as an artist i think on a very very big scale i want to inspire everybody but then like x3 and then i just i want to like travel trav has his own thing too but i mean i, I want to come back here at least at some point and and really build something on top of like what we're already doing now yeah yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, end goal, like, big picture. Like, it's not super clear. I mean, like, I have a pretty clear, like, vision of what I want for X3 and for myself. But, like, really, it's, like, what Davey said. It's just to, like, inspire people and, like, show the kids and, like, the people, especially here, like, that you can do it. And, like, music is something that you can, like, live off of, I guess. And it's, yeah. like, a viable career. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of... I think I think and like I think the big thing is like we want to be a tool like we want to be a tool and like 
a resource for people is like and that's kind of what we we're already trying to be rather and like I think for a while we were trying to be the vehicle for people whereas like now I think we've realized like what's best for everybody like for just like the real like the be- what's best is to, to be like a, like a tool and everything because like I got here not because someone fucking carried me it's like I learned and I went through the shit and learned and I feel like that's the same with like Travis Scott with every like everybody blows up it's like because they went through and they learned and did it because, like, without the pain and, like, the mistakes and shit, you're not actually learning. So if somebody's, like, right, driving you right. there and, like, making sure that you're not hitting any mistakes, you're not taking any L's, you're never going to learn. Right. And so right. for a while, we were, I feel like we were on, like, this path of, like, we were just trying to, like, we are trying to make everybody, like, make the, like, we're trying to just do everything for everybody. And by doing that, we were actually fucking everybody over. And, like, they didn't, and, like, I feel like everybody didn't really realize that. And then I feel like we didn't even realize that. But then now, now I feel like we're at a place where like we're like, oh, like this is actually what's best. It's like I didn't like if I'm successful, like being kind of successful right now, and everybody around us is like successful, and like this is how they came up is like kind of the same way that we did, which is just grinding and learning and making mistakes. Then we should be setting everybody else up to do the same thing. And then how do we make it easier for them? Just have resources. Like the what would have made my path easier and better is is if I just had someone that had answers because a lot of times I didn't have answers so yeah yeah well I mean explain that vehicle thing I mean you say being the vehicle now you're just a tool I mean what what was I don't want to say the issue but but what didn't work for you guys you know let's say two or three years ago compared to now that you guys definitely went back fixed and you're like okay this is better like is there anything that sticks out we weren't doing any we weren't well two two or three years ago we weren't even doing x3 wasn't like this is like in the past six months yeah, this has been like oh. a, a year long. Like we just hit our one year in July. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but I think like what Davey's talking about is just like, like, just doing everything, and like being a part of, like I, w- I like to be a part of everything. But it's like, if I'm the one coming up with ideas or like, telling you what to post, when to post, how to do this, how to do like all the time with everything, it's like it starts to make the artist feel like it's not them, you know. Mm. And, like, they need that. They need to have that. And I've kind of just learned that it's, like, you just back off, let people make mistakes, and just be there, like, as a tool and as a resource for when they do make those mistakes. You're like, hey, like, I saw you did this. Maybe, like, fix it up a little bit and, like, aim towards this direction with it instead of being, like, the one telling them. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's kind of like a – it's like a – Tough thing to explain, but yeah, uh, I get what you guys are saying. Let's yeah. move into some more current stuff. You guys have a show this Friday, or yes, you have a show, Davey. Yes, yes, yes. At yes. where's it at? I'm sorry, I Concrete, forget. No, no, you're good. It's uh, it's at Concrete Lodge, which is a skate shop. It's on. It's like right by North Market, across from that North Market um, Dutch Bros, um, at the bottom of Miracle Mile. Um, we've done a lot of shows there. Um, it's gonna be so much fucking fun. So the lineup is, I'm headlining, um, Kiati's right before me, before him is Chaos, then right before him is, is uh, Lilo. Um, so all of those people are fucking local, all of them are absolutely amazing, and it's gonna be really fun, so come out, listeners. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm probably putting this up tonight, uh, Tuesday night, so Bet. hopefully it'll get some spins and people will yeah. pick up on and stuff like that. So yeah, you say you've done a lot of shows there, this is double digits at least, I mean, how, how many shows are we talking? We were probably, this might be close to our 10th show. So, we, like, a lot of shows, I mean, I haven't done a shit lo- ton of shows. We've probably done, like, what, six? At Concrete? Yeah. Six or seven. Probably around that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, maybe, like, five. 
This is probably like yeah. six. I don't know. We've Feels like a, a lot. Yeah, we've done a lot. In like a <laughs> Almost lot all of our shows have been in concrete, basically, in, okay. for locally. Um, yeah, th- th- what's dope about concrete is there the it's in a half pipe of like a so in the building they have a half pipe for skating and you, we perform on like the half pipe which is just absolutely super. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So something creative, something like yeah. Besides just standing there and just holding the mic and hoping yeah. people, yeah. yeah. No, no, our I shows, like bro, that. our shows are so much better. Like, yeah, our shows are not just people <laughs> standing around and you just sitting there. Like, it's it's really, really, really fun and people are always jumping and it's it's not awkward. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is like yeah. what I feel like a lot of shows are just like kind of awkward, especially in this area. I want to get this area. Like, there's so many high schoolers and there's so like, bro, we like. Uh, there's actually like a the shit ton. Mu- yeah, there's a bro, lot of all the music that they're yeah. around is either like worship music, which is like love worship music, but it's not like I don't know, bro. In Sacramento, you go to a show and there's people like people are, there's a, there's like a mentality of like shows are fire. Like I want to go to a show and you could jump and like go let loose and enjoy the music on a whole new level. And in Reading, there's nothing like that. Yeah. And that's what we're trying yeah. to bring here a lot more. Um, I feel like the hardest part, honestly, is just reaching the high schoolers because we're not in high school anymore. So we can reach, like, college kids and shit. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that leads me right into my next question. What do you guys think of the music scene at the moment here? I mean, not just hip-hop, not just pop. I mean, just in general, you say there's a lot of worship music and stuff like that. Obviously, that comes with the Bethel scene. Um, Worship music? I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. No, no, no. Worship. I I said worship. Worship? Oh, I thought you said horseshit. No, no, no. I was like, whoa. No, I'm not not doing you dirty. I'm not doing you dirty. No, with the worship music going on and stuff like that, what are you guys' thoughts on just the whole scene in general? I mean, you said there's a lot of potential. You know, I'm I'm sure you see it too, Trav. What are your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, I think there's a lot of great, talented people uh, in the area. I just feel like there's not enough, uh, like, resources for the musicians right now. And, like, I wish, uh, like, I could provide more, but, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, it's in the early phase, though, I feel like. It's like baby phase. It's not even close to, like, what it's going to be in a few years. And I feel like all it takes is just one person, like, really, really blowing up, which I feel like is going to happen very soon for it to just like take off and everyone just be like, oh shit, this is like, I have some, it's real. It's like, oh, and everyone's super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the music scene here is fire. I think there's like, there's, after like doing the studio, we've worked with, I would like to say like 95% of like every artist here, like almost all of them. And part of that was because we were like looking, we actively went and searched out to try to find artists to bring to the studio and like create a community. So we've worked with a shitload of artists in the area. There's so much talent. There's just not a lot going on. And then my biggest quip is, like, Loki, the city kind of tries to stop it and tries not to let the rap stuff happen. And even, mm. even like, the – like, I love the I, – like, I attend the churches. Um, I'm a member at one of them. I just – I feel like there's this mentality from the people and the, the people in power, even, like, McConnell. Like, I don't even know about McConnell, but, like – just the the higher like the big powers in Reading, I feel like their mindset is like, yeah, music scene, but only on our terms and only our things, and like that's just not artistic at all. Mm. It's just a yeah. very like, dude, like it's just like so controlling. Like we were doing, we did our, one of our shows, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna talk about the the Anderson River show. We did our Anderson River show um, with a bunch of artists. They're not even X3 artists. They're just local artists that like for the people is is um, this management team and they have two artists oz and solar and they were on that ballot chaos he's not part of x3 but he's on our show like he's we were just like hey 
we're all part of different things, but we're going to come together and just, like, show everybody that it's, like, it's just about a music community. It's not about, like, X3 versus For the People. Right. The, yeah, yeah. It's just, let's make music and have fun. And yeah. the city of Reading and Anderson, I don't remember exactly who it was, but to, they almost, they tried to shut down the show because they learned that it was hip-hop. And so Chaos had to lie to them and convince them that it was a pop show. Mm. So that we could actually do the show. And they were, yeah. they made life absolute fucking hell just because it was hip-hop. And, like, it was ju- it's just like, bro, why are you making it so hard? It makes me be like, okay, part of it is there's no culture of, of music, like, here. And there it hasn't been, like, a big artist here yet that people can get excited about. Like, Uzi's got Philly, Future's got Atlanta, like, all, the, like, all that. Yeah. But a big part of it, I feel, is, like, the city is, like, actively, like, actually fucking trying to, like get the fuck down stop stop like only worship and only like cutesy this and that and it's like that's not artistic that's not freedom that's fucking just control bullshit yeah and that really pissed me off when I heard about that I didn't even like the guy who put it on chaos he didn't even tell anybody about that because he didn't like want anybody to know about it but like he had like I was talking to him and he told me about it and I was just like dude that's just bullshit dude like I don't know that pissed me off <laughs> and, I mean again that's another like common theme here it's always a lot of and I don't want to make this seem like, you know, uh, we're, we're sitting here trying to be victims, but it's always with the younger people like us, the college scene, you know, people mid, late 20s that trying to change stuff around here, you know, and, and yeah. what people think about the church, what people think about the music scene is what they think. But, I mean, you got to understand that we are on the brink of potentially having like a renaissance. I mean, you mentioned it, you know, mm-hmm, music yeah. and, and finally breaking through with someone. You mentioned, you know, Atlanta's got future, you know, Drake, Toronto, like just having like that one landmark artist yeah. where everyone else can start mm-hmm. to blossom. And it just seems like there's always, Reading hates change. That's something right. I don't mind saying on here. I've had plenty of important people, plenty, and, and there's some people that agree, some that don't, but people hate fucking change. I think it's the people like overall, like Reading's like especially like bad with it. But overall, most people don't like things changing, but, like, inevitably they do. Right. They hated the Sundial 15 years ago. Guess what? That's our most... They did? (laughs) Dude, the McConnell Foundation got the most shit thrown at them. I want to say 2003, 2004 when they started building it. Uh, It went way over budget. People have their theories about it. But, yeah, people did not want the Sundial Bridge here. And then, I mean, you drive around and, like, you know, the cop cars have the Sundial Bridge. We're known for the Sundial Bridge. Like, it is a cool thing. Like... Yeah, man. It yeah. just goes to show you, like, as soon yeah, as the change comes... The people didn't want X3 either, actually. The the young people loved it. But we had so many problems with um, our fucking, like... Just everything. <laughs> everything. Oh trying God. to do, like... Just, just trying like, to literally as blatant a racism. Because we had, like, like Kiati is one of our, like, black artists. Like, dude, oh, my God. So bad. So much yeah. racism and just, change. like, like yeah. profiling and, like... Oh my goodness, it was so bad. It's been, but finally we're in a little bit better of a situation um, now. And like, but oh my goodness, it really like. I remember having so many talks with him, where like after an incident would happen, bro, we get the cops called on us all the time. We got investigated by the city because the neighbors like just hated us. They like just oh my goodness, bro. They called the city on us to come investigate us because they said that we were sleeping and living in the studio. And then we get investigated. And they're like, oh, you're not sleeping and living here. We're like, no. And I was like, and I had like video, and the thing is like, we had to be very careful. We were overly careful. Like I put video cameras everywhere on everything, like a fucking crazy man. Cause I wanted, like if anything happened, I was like, I got it on video right. and it saved our asses a bunch of times by having just everything on video. And yeah, it just some bad shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm in agreement with you guys, man. And I'm, I'm lucky enough and blessed <laughs> enough to not feel that, you know, feel the heat of that. A lot of people seem to just be 
cool with this so far, you know. And but I mean, we were talking about before you guys showed up. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you know rippling some waves, man. There's nothing wrong with pissing people off. Sometimes yeah. that's the best thing, you know. Sometimes asking the tough questions is the best thing, you know. It can't be kumbaya, you know, with everyone all the time. So yeah. I, I'm totally with that. I want to ask you some personal stuff, Davey. What was it like growing up with Sam, man? He's been on the podcast twice. <laughs> He's definitely a character, and. I'll be honest, and he said this to me. He was like, a lot of people don't meet me first, then my brother. <laughs> and that's how I was introduced to him because I met Haley through the work and then met him and now, you know, to you. It's crazy how life works. But what was it like growing up with him? You guys are both big Kanye stands. You both hate Drake. <laughs> what was that like, man? Uh, dude. Was... Your older brother, right? Yeah. I'm okay. Older, right. That's what I figured. I probably act like younger brother, though. Um, <laughs> dude, it, it, it was fun, dude. I mean, we grew up in wyoming um it's where oh, he wow. was born yeah so like we grew up there we were fucking best buds um did everything together um i feel sam's like a like and i are kind of polar opposites which is kind of why we like do really well together and kind of got along really well because it's like i'm super yeah, i would have never guessed he's just he's really honest. fucking sm- like i feel like we're both really smart but in like completely different ways um which is like like really like collides dope. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Like I fucking love him. He's he's a creative genius. Yeah. And for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just I never want to guess, man. And you know, you having the music and and them having the clothes and stuff. I I assume yeah. maybe big things could be on the horizon for sure. And and that's the shit I like to see. I like to see that kind of stuff. I like to like I said. I I feel like we're you know very near you know in a few years having like this big moment finally and you know yeah. hopefully we're all a part of it you know or hopefully someone does it man fucking a we yeah dude. Shit. i'm excited for whoever whoever it ends up being maybe it's me maybe it's kiati maybe it's fucking lilo maybe it's lexi maybe it's the for the people people like whoever it is it's going to be good for everyone like it's going to be so good yeah I feel like I gotta do some journalist stuff real quick. Yeah. Don't know your guys' current relationship. Not trying to start any beef. I, I don't know what's going on. I think everything's okay. Uh, my guys, Rocky and Alejandro. I don't yeah. know if there's any music with them on the way. I don't know if you guys are still working with them. I saw mm-hmm. tons of photos over the summer. Um, Alejandro told me when he was on here a couple weeks ago that uh, Dakota's dropping something soon. Um, and I know that, I mean, they remind me of like TDE, those guys, because they just wait forever, oh, wait forever. But then once it arrives, it, it arrives. Like, yeah. it's it's there in full force. What's going on with them? Is there anything on the horizon? Any collabs with you and Rocky? I yeah. mean, what's up with that? So we they so we, we were doing, like, a whole membership thing with X3, which is no longer, like, a thing. So we did, I think his album's done. His, right? Yeah, we just finished the yeah, last just finished, song yeah. for it. Uh, it has a pretty big feature on it. Yeah, okay. I'm really excited. I don't know if we can it. even announce that. I'm not going to say it. I can't ruin that for them. Okay. I feel like that should be their yeah, thing. They got some really, yeah. Album's dope, though. Album's really good. Rocky's really talented. Uh, we never I, did anything with Dakota. I don't, yeah, I don't think I ever, I mean, he, he tracked on one of Rocky's songs. But, yeah, I did, like, a lot of the recording on that project and just, like, helping out with some production stuff. Um, Davey helped produce that last song. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good people. Alejandro's great. Yeah, love him. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Alejandro's a character. <laughs> I, I, Rocky, Hondro was around a lot more than Rocky, at least for me. He worked mm. a lot more with Rocky. But Hondro, bro, I just fucking love him. He's like an angel of a human being. No, he is, he's dude. fucking funny. He's a sponge for hip-hop, dude. He's always he putting stuff on a, Snapchat. Yeah. He's, he's always a hip-hop head. Yeah. Sure. Bro, him He's like Liquid Swords versus fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I forget the, the Rayquan album. But yeah, it's, it's always yeah, like no, some hip-hop debates. And there's always... Yeah. He's a smart yeah. guy. He's going to go somewhere with music. 
like behind the scenes managing whatever it is that like he wants to do I know I've been like helping him a lot with stuff he's been helping me with a lot of stuff but he's gonna do some big things I think yeah whether that's with Rocky or whoever else like the rebel (laughs) no I totally agree with you guys man so let's talk about just the founding of X3 and I know we touched on it a little bit earlier but Where's it at currently? How many artists are there? How many people are you directly managing? What are the moving pieces? What's going on with you guys in 2021? Uh, X3 has gone through a lot of changes in this like first like year. We're in year two now of like being an official thing. Um, it's, I started it in like 2019. It was just like it was pretty much like this like rough idea of having this label as a service and just like developing artists from like ground up. Um, that was when I was working with my friend Alex, uh, Sad Exotic. But I don't know, like recently, like I'm, I'm only directly managing Kiati and Davey at the moment. Um, and then it's kind of just like working with other artists on production and then just like helping them out with like releases as I see necessary or when they come to me with them. Um, but yeah, like as far as artists signed, we were only like doing distribution. Like that's the only like, way that people are assigned I guess and we have probably about like 10 to 15 on that at the moment we're okay. kind of acting a little bit more as like a production company in this phase that we're at right now <laughs> I was a little confused and that, that was yeah. a gray area for me so I was gonna okay so yeah, it's like a distributing like producer to be kinda. like a label and to be to do all that you need like there needs to be so much money that you need to have at least half a million dollars you, like, you know how much it costs to break an artist? $150,000 minimum. That's for, like, rap. Rap is, like... And that's the cheapest. Yeah. That's the cheapest. Rap's the cheapest genre. <laughs> because you can get in the playlist. Yeah. You can try yeah. an algorithm and so, in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. tr- yeah. Trying to do... Yeah, I just... Yeah, so, like, there's not enough money for us to really do anything else at this stage. This stage, I really think we're, yeah. we're very production and then production tool and, then and like, advice. And then, like, visual branding and stuff like that, too. Yeah. We work a lot with our artists on that. And just getting their like look right you know matching the look to the sound yeah and just kind of working with them but i feel like the music is like where the core of everything is so it's like we should focus on that right now and then once we have the money then maybe we'll turn into more of like a actual label label you know yeah but other than that it's just like development and developing the sound yeah you bring up timing knowing when to drop when not to drop how do you gauge that man because I, I feel like with social media, people would think you got to do a ton of stuff. You got to do tons of promo. I feel like less is more, dude. If you throw mm-hmm. up a fucking cover art for something, you know, like let's say you have a single this Friday, Davey, 924, 8 p.m., mm-hmm. be there. That works. Like mm-hmm. ju- just that works. So like mm-hmm. how do you know when to hold off when it's not the right time? Is there certain like seasons you go by? Is it just like a feeling in the air? I mean, how, how do you gauge that kind of stuff? I don't know. I think it's just it's on the artist. It's like if you want to drop that shit, let's get it going. You know, yeah. And it, with distribution, it takes like two weeks um, to get it to the stores. So that's kind of the only thing. And then it's once the art, artist is ready, it's just on them. And then it's like, all right, let's get it. Let's let's go crazy because it, it like the pre-release stuff isn't as important. I feel like as far as like after release, because if you're not super big and you don't have a huge fan base, it's really hard to get everyone excited about your release. But then right. like after a release, like you can promote an album for like a year straight and just get creative with it and plug your different songs in different areas and just 
kind of focus on post-release stuff. But yeah, I think it's just like throw music up there, get it going. Yeah. Try to, try to have some consistency. I know yeah. it's hard for a lot of people, but. Yeah. Absolutely. So on the Donda review, before you got attacked by a wasp and, and, and lost service and shit like that, <laughs> I was wanting to do uh, the Certified Lover Boy review with you, Sam, other Sam. I haven't even listened to it. What's up? <clears throat> haven't even listened to it. <clears throat> no cap. Have you listened to it? It sounds like Lover you have. Boy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I fuck with Drake. Drake. Drake's dope. So what, what's the beef with Drake for you? <laughs> because I fuck with Drake, too. Not as much as Ye. I just think he's a cringy bitch. Mm. Kind of like me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just think he's fucking. I just think he's fucking annoying, and he's not. I I, Kanye is an artist, like an artist, like he makes art, and then like Drake just tries to make hits, in my opinion, and he uses art. He like uses a team of like artists to help him make like a hit, but like the end goal isn't even the art. The end goal really is like the numbers, and he kind of like shows that time after time, and that's kind of where I'm like, I just fucking hate that. He's well. Like, abusing my my passion Loki, and maybe I'm crazy for that but like, no no I, I actually I actually kind of agree like Kanye at this stage like Donda reminds me of like a Dr. Dre album I don't hear that was him on Loki every big song. brain as fuck you know it mm. <laughs> big mm. brain I'm gonna I'm that. gonna I'm gonna convert you on this self, podcast self-proclaimed big brain no I don't think so you don't think so I don't I, I you think, think he's an artist like yes. he makes art yes you think he even writes I, his own? I think so, too. Yeah. He doesn't, I, I do think bro, he writes, too. I Kanye do. brings on teams of producers and artists and does the same exact shit. It's just, like, that's, they that's all art. Do. It's collaboration. Like. But, but but Drake kind of, like, shows his, like, heart with, like, everything, though. And it's, it's all just about number one. That's all it's ever been about, though. I don't think ever. Uh, I, I personally respectfully disagree. I feel like that's a new thing with him. I feel like the last five years, it's been about the hits. I get all the bitches. I make more money than y'all. I get more streams than y'all. I got a billion first week. It might just be but, because I don't relate to him, like, at all. That might be it. And, and that's, I mean, hey, man, that's all, you know, yeah. music is subjective, of course. But uh-huh. I feel like Take Care Nothing Was The Same, I, he was he was talking that shit. He would talk shit about the females. He would, he would have the songs for the dudes. I don't know yeah. how far back you haven't listened to him at this Who? point. Drake. I don't know if you didn't listen to Scorpion, if you've no, never I tuned li- in. I, I, liked, I don't know. I like Drake. Like, and then uh, Scorpion dropped, and I was like, eh, I didn't like Scorpion that much. I listened to like the Michael Jackson song. Like, I, I, I never like really hated record. Drake. I just like don't like him during the beef, too, because I'm just like, I think it's kind of fun to even take a side, even. But it is. It's kind of fun, dude. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't relate to me at all. Yeah. It's not going to affect me. It's like the two big giants are fighting. It's like fun. It's like a sports team, bro. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to hate the other side, but not really. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I like I liked. Yeah, I liked his old stuff, but it was only ever songs. It was never really albums. What are your thoughts on the album, Trev? CLB? Yeah. I think it's it's a good good little project. I don't think it's, like, anything... Like, I, I like Donda a lot more, personally. I think Donda's more creative and experimental. But I think it's a good project. There's I'm with a, you. There's a few songs on it that I listen to. But, yeah. Yeah. That's my take. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I feel like Kanye is like a Dr. Dre. Like, I don't have to hear him on every song, like Moon. I think that's just Don Tolliver and Cuddy. Um, I don't think Kanye, excuse me, is on that song at all. But, yeah, like, that's the thing, man. Like, Kanye brings on tons of motherfuckers to help with shit. Like, every song, there's like 10 fucking producers. It's like, and there's nothing but wrong with like that because it's doing, good. But he, uh, it's really Kanye, good. Kanye, I've always seen Kanye not as like an artist. I've seen him as like a composer. 
Like right. he's an artist. Like he's and that's why he like, gets that pass. to like the next level. Yeah. yeah. Drake is like, a rapper. He wants to be the best rapper. Yeah. So I just feel like the intention is different. Like yeah, he, like it Kanye is. is bringing like Kanye's bringing every rapper on, and then he doesn't even care about even being on the song because it's like I'm putting together this piece of music. I'm like, like doing this, and then like I just feel like Drake is like do it for me, make the coolest beat, do it. And then he's like sitting there. I don't even know how much knowledge. Like again, I don't know how much knowledge he has on everything. But I just feel like Kanye is like more like saying yes and no, and like being a part of it, and like oh do this and do that. Whereas like Drake is just like make me a fuck ton of beats. I'm gonna make a bunch of beats, and then have me. I'm gonna write some shit, and then like I don't know, dude. I, I, it's subjective, man. If you don't like yeah. it, but I'm not gonna try and sit here and convince you. But you don't think so? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. Like I'm not in the studio with Drake. Like. No, uh, but he's but really <laughs> private about his shit. Like, I'm, yeah, I don't just, know what yeah. he's doing. I'm not gonna assume nothing. I just fuck with the music. I just, and but I, you, but like with Kanye, I guess it's because he's less private. You can see him doing stuff. You yeah. have there's like footage of him in studios. You can mm-hmm. see him doing shit. Maybe it's just the stuff he wants to get out. Yeah, but maybe that's but just like, a front, and he's the one who's like, make me this. But everybody's worked with Kanye. You look at interviews. Everyone, like, everybody yeah. loves yeah. like and says he's a genius. Yeah. Whereas like Drake, like how many interviews you see like them saying Drake's a genius? To be honest. I mean, they respect him as a hit maker. They yeah. respect him as... And here's but the like, thing about the writing. Like, people do respect him as a writer. He can still write good songs, I feel like. I know he mm-hmm. had the Ghost Rider thing go down with Quentin Miller, but back in the day, and they were pop R&B records, but I mean, he was writing stuff for, like Alicia Keys and shit. Like, Drake, I think Drake used to be a good writer. I'll, I'll give him that. I don't think he is anymore, because, I mean, songs like way too sexy. It's like, dude, I'm not going to defend that. The you thing, know what I mean? The thing that's kind of funny, though, too, is the whole writing thing is kind of bullshit in the industry ever, too. Like, you know, like, dude, pretty much... Everything is ghostwritten, like everything. Like once you hit, very few like, don't. Oh yeah, it's yeah. rare. Like I think it's not even ghostwritten. It's just like written, written together, but yeah. like yeah, it's a, it's collaboration. Ghostwriting is where it's like they hide the fact that that person was writing the songs. Yeah. But they I mean like every. But they're trying to clown Drake because somebody else is like writing stuff like for. Yeah, him. and it's like, like yeah, no, nah, it's just because he's like. Yeah, he's number one. Like I was gonna say, it's because that's what it, that's all it is, and everyone hates on that shit. Yeah, I respect it. <sighs> he he has stayed there. Like we gotta yeah, give him you, that. You like, gotta give him his respect. Travi hates he, Travi hates there, art, like, bro. Travi hates art, bro. It's He got there about six years ago, and uh, he he has stayed. I mean, as far as being number one, the hit maker, like. I mean, the the quality's not there with this new release. I don't get the I don't get that it's hits though. I don't the old shit. Yeah, like God's plan definitely a hit. I just don't think any of the new shit is like even. I agree. Uh, way too sexy is fucking awful. Yeah, but I think it's you're shitty. gonna hear it everywhere you go for the next three months. But I think it's because he's just pumping enough money into it to where like it feels like a hit, and he's like making it a hit, and it's not even hit worthy. So it's like does it he has even to make be the hit for anymore. the record? Like it has I to feel be like the he, hit. He made hits in the past. Like I think right. Passion Fruit's fucking hit. God's Plan's hit. Like yep. all the other ones in the past, I just feel like nothing off of Scorpion, and then especially this album, I was like, I don't see anything as like actually being a hit I feel like it was very just pumped the fuck out of to be number one <laughs> what do you think <laughs> I don't know I think Drake's so big he could just like drop a single and it's just gonna go dummy and get yeah. number one just because of his fan base but like, the, yeah but does that mean that it's actually good though and it's actually like a number one art's, song art's subjective so it's yeah. like 
we could also flip this con- uh, this argument on Kanye. I mean, I, I think we all agree Donda's a good piece of work. It ain't my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. No, it's not his best work at all. It's no. You know what I mean? Like, I said on the podcast with, with your brother, I was like, it's 8 out of 10. He has 10 solos. This is number 8, dude. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? This is number 4. You could even say it's better than Graduation. I'm like, better than Graduation? No. I'm like, dude, no what the way. fuck? It's, it's not no, even finished. man. It wasn't even right. finished. I mean. I feel like it was rushed out. It was I, better I, than Jesus is King. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I like Jesus and King too, but like it's it's definitely better right. than Jesus is King. Hundred percent. It's cool. better than anything he's done in the last five years, but it's not. It's probably than... one of the lower ones, actually. Yeah, man. It's gotta be, man. Yeah. And it's, it's it doesn't mean it's trash. I it's like not... Yay is actually one of my top albums by him. See, I don't like that album, man. Bro, fucking love that album. That's a great album. That's like my controversial thing, and like I'm quirky for liking that <laughs> album. I'm gonna stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> what do, What do you think, Trap Man? Donda, Donda, bottom half of the discography. I don't know. I just, it's just good. Like I, I can't compare it to his other projects. It's just like solid. That's all I give it. I agree though. It's like a eight out of a ten for Kanye. I think, I think there could have been more like drum stuff done on it. Yeah. It seemed really like dry, in that aspect. But I fuck with it. Yeah. Good project. I'm with you. I feel like the first half was like. We're having fun. We're kicking ass. This is fucking awesome. He's got the baby Keem verse going crazy. Five yo weekend on Hurricane with little baby, and then like it just kind of, just kind of drags. He just kind of takes like a little nosedive, and it like it doesn't stop for like five or six records. And I'm like, dude, what are we doing? And then it yeah. finally comes back at the end. But yeah, I, I, it was just a little too long. But I mean, it's all subjective. Some people think it's a fucking masterpiece. Some people really love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, you know, I thought it was dope. But let's get back to y'all, man. There's got to be some sort of I hate saying end goal. I feel like I always ask, oh, what's the end goal with this? What's the end goal with that? But what do you what do you want to do the rest of this year and next with the music, Davey? Do, do you want to keep doing the pop <laughs> stuff? Do you want to do you want to explore other stuff? Do you want to just do what you like doing? I mean, do you want to collaborate more? Well, I mean, the end goal is to like the end goal is to influence as many people as possible and show them that, that like you can do this shit. And I want to influence as many people as possible. So I mean, the only real way to go is like. <clears throat> I think my one-year plan is to get a couple of hit songs, which we're working on in the works of, and blow up as big as possible. And then, I don't know, I kinda, I really wanna, I really, really care about the art, like a lot, almost way, actually definitely way more than even the popularity of it. But I also like, I'm very conscious of like, I need to have like good songs that do well publicly so that I can like, you know, survive and then, you know, make away from myself and then even be notable so that the art can even be seen. So it's kind of like, I really, I think, right now I'm on some on some very pop stuff. Just like, I'm trying, me and Trevor are trying to push the envelope, I, I think, on just pop right now. Like, just pushing pop forward, grabbing shit and shoving it into pop. And then maybe later on in my career, I can see myself definitely going more down like a folk path and trying to expand that genre. I feel like everything is just like me and Trevor, like, how can we take this and take it to the next level. Rather than just like working within this box that's been created, it's like how do we fucking break the box? I wanna break every wall of the box so we create our new fucking box. And then that's kind of like the plan with everything. I think that's just art in general, but for us, I think one year, we've got a couple hit songs that um, I believe are hits that are gonna come out um, pretty soon. A lot of really cool stuff in the pipeline. And then past that, dude, I just, I wanna, I wanna tour, I wanna learn as much, I wanna work with everyone, bro. I wanna make songs with everybody, I wanna produce for everybody. Um, I don't even care about singing all the songs. I just want to. I just want to make as much art as possible, and then 
I really, really want it. Like, after, like, a year and a half or something, I only want to focus on art and then fuck even numbers. Like, the numbers will come if I'm just being genuine and just, like, making good art and stuff. You know, like, I feel like... I mean, I talk a lot, dude. I feel like I talk a lot. But fucking... Like, little hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you. It's <laughs> a podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you, dog. Little Nas X, like, for instance, he made, he started off with a hit. And he's someone where, like, I really... Massive hit. Yeah, but I, I really respect him. But I would hate to be in his shoes. And the reason why is because he started off with a hit song. So he can't go back now and just make artsy music because his fan... Like, he has to make a hit every single time. Yep. Whereas, like, Tyler Creator, that's the perfect way to blow up right there. Yeah. Because what happens is you, like, he started so niche. He started niche. He started weird. And he just built up super slow. It took, like, 10 years. But now he can still make the most artsy music possible. And it's going to be, like, number one. Because his fan base has just grown. It's just been unique. And, like, that's the best way to do it. So it's kind of like, that's what I really want to be is, is at least somewhat kind of like Tyler. I, I definitely am way more pop. And that's not even because it's like, oh, I'm trying to do it for the numbers. It's like, that's just where I'm. This is how I am. You know, I like making pop music. Um, luckily, pop music kind of means more numbers and stuff rather than doing, you know, something super, super niche. But I, would, I think even hyperpop's niche. I'm kind of taking yeah. hyperpop. Hyperpop is kind of just niche. like, it's like you were saying, like pushing the envelope on pop. That's yeah. all it is. It's just like taking like, because pop got kind of boring there for a second. Oh, it's and so that's, it's that's, still that's, boring. It was a mess. Yeah, no, yeah it's, it's still really it's boring, boring. But yeah. I feel like that's what kind of birthed hyperpop. Those people like, oh, what if we actually did something different but use the same kind of structures? You know, you know what started Hyperpop? Hmm. Jesus, actually. If you look back at like what inspired the like, Gex and like all these all these people, it's not the only influence. But it was Jesus, it was Skrillex, <laughs> it was I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. He knows I agree. He's, he knows. I agree. Cameraman knows. <laughs> <laughs> It, but yeah, Yeezus was like a big inspiration for some of like the the synths going like right, all those right. like the weird random fucking screams and noises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I see a, a lot of like similarities in early 2010 and then early 2000. Like I think production wise, early 2010s like 2008 to like 2012 production wise, like because that's when like bit crushing was like pretty popular for like a second and then i see writing wise like what late 90s early 2000s going back to that almost yeah like the yeah the old like nostalgic yeah and i i see like what what, like i feel like the trend recently or the trend like not recently but i guess like three or four years ago was to to dress kind of 80s 90s and i really see people going back to the early 2000s now with fashion and kind of just the whole y2k thing um especially our generation, I feel like, because mm-hmm. we didn't, we were babies, man. We were yeah. fucking, we were just chilling. So, like, we yeah. didn't actually get to live it, live it. So, yeah. to be able to go back is is definitely cool. So, who are, you like the pop, hyper-pop thing. We mentioned Kanye, of course. But who are some, like, musical influences for you? Who, who do you listen to if you want to write a song but can't get it all the way there? Or who's someone that, you know, um... I don't want to say makes you cry, but someone that, you know, <laughs> like, like makes you get in your feels, can, can inspire you to, or just you look forward to every time they release something, listening to it. Who's someone you like? Well, what started me on my trajectory with Hyperpop and kind of just this, like, even my last album was um, Glaive. But he, I, he's, I, in my opinion, I think Glaive's fallen off a little bit. Um, it might just be that I think I've progressed from the sound. It might just be that he's being forced to release music that's not even creative he's just like because he's blown up now but so he really introduced me to to hyper pop um i'm a little bit 
thrown off of him now. Um, I got the pleasure of fucking meeting one of my actual like like um, idols in my niche, um, Alden. He's someone who's absolutely just a genius. He's he started off as just a producer and started singing on his beats and stuff, and then he's been massively successful. He came to um, my last show down in LA, and I got to meet him, and that was fucking crazy. Um, and that that's kind of up until this point, that's what's inspired me. And then what's inspiring me now, I would say Porter Robinson is gigantic. I fucking love, and not his old stuff necessarily, but his new album, because he, he was a big producer early 2010s, like 2014, I think he dropped his last album. But he just dropped his album Nurture after like 12 years of not dropping anything, not making music at all. And oh my goodness, it's a fucking masterpiece. So that, that album, the, the universe it creates, I think Porter has been my biggest influence um, sonically. And I don't even know what I'm listening to now. It's like Donda and what have we been on? I don't know. I've been listening just like my Discover Weekly and just going through yeah. it. Like I'm always listening to new shit. Yeah. Like I get bored of the underground, I guess, is yeah. just inspiring. The underground, because it's like, it's all the music. If you're listening to the future of music, if you're listening to the underground and like just like new artists, if you're listening to what's going to be on the top charts in two or three years, it's just going to take a while for everybody. Like, because all the people in the underground are just building and growing, and that, yeah, I don't know, that's going to shape pop music in two years. So yeah, that that I think is what inspires me right now. You guys go do a lot of stuff in LA. You guys, I, I feel like I always see you guys there on Instagram and stuff like that. <laughs> Who is your most favorite or biggest artist or person that you got to work with? You mentioned, I forget his name, Alden? Alden. We haven't actually worked with him yet. We're supposed to. Um, we, we had, like, talked about when, when, we, when we were hanging out with him, we had, like, mentioned it, and he was like, yeah, let's do something. But we that never um, panned out our last trip because it was pretty, pretty packed. We've been working with... Um, Space Primates a lot. They produce for some bigger people. Um, we work with Paris. Mm, um, Paris yeah. Shadows, yeah. yeah. We've, we've done a good amount of stuff with him. Is he still on 300? Is he still over there? No. no he's, he's independent now. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, which I think is fire. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He's no, he had to get the fuck off there because yeah. Yeah. they gave him a gunna feature and then they didn't help him out ever again. It seemed yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the fuck? Trippy feature too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I wonder which one helped him more, the gunner or the trippy feature. Well, it, they put Gunna on the one song that was already popping off. Hold yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was already kind of, like, bubbling, and then they threw Gunna on there, and I'm like, I prefer the original. Like, I, You yeah. prefer the McIvers? I, I like that one. I'm not a big Gunna Yo, fan. someone FaceTime Makai right now and tell <laughs> me he likes the McIvers. <laughs> so, is that a bad thing? No, that's just unique. Oh, okay, yeah. That's kind of niche. I don't like Gunna, dude. I, I don't, he's one of the guys that, I'm not even a big like, gun thug guy. <laughs> I'm, I just, I don't know, man. Something about it. It just, it seems lazy. It's like they just go in there all high, drunk, and then just start babbling about whips and four and this and, ch- and you know. But there's I, something, I there's know. something really cool about that, though. So? I don't, I don't like it personally, but I really see like the. I, I can, can see where Young Thug is creative to people. I'm not yeah. a fan, but I, I don't see like we're gonna yeah. Duke all these other. guys. I'm like, I just dude. You mean Dirk? 20, uh, no, I thought Duke was one of the guys yeah, that. Oh, um, Duke. Or just uh, Duke, huh? Yeah, I think it's just yeah, Duke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't really? know if he's still yeah. with Young Thug. And I'm all very out of touch. Um, I don't personally like that stuff, but I can see there's been like songs and like times where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine, and I see it. But I, it's like, would I listen to that every day? No, because I, I don't really relate. But I can see like, it, it, it's super like, from a technical aspect and like doing the music, it's like I'm like, damn, like to do that and to come up with the way that they're doing things is actually really crazy. 
like really <clears throat> fucking crazy and next level. But yeah, they're drunk and high and fucked up. Maybe that's <laughs> it. What's the biggest thing that you guys have learned about the music industry that just makes you have to take a fucking shower? Just nasty. It's just like, dude, what the fuck? But you know that you're going to have to deal with it if you want to like make it or if you want to keep going. What's something? Uh, this is probably more of uh, a question for you, but what's something that you're just like, dude? I don't know. It's, it's definitely both of us. Like We talk about it a lot, but it's really just like the fakeness. And like yeah. not, never knowing who's like real. And like that's that's why I feel like what we have and like the trust we have with each other to like be able to just be real yeah. with each other is really like rare. But like you just see it all the time. Like just so much fake shit, so much backstabbing, so much like yeah, people just wanna like they'll like pretend to be your friend and all this, like I don't know, just the fakeness and never knowing what someone's intentions are and yeah. always having to doubt it. And then like when you get like you don't you don't realize it until you get like fucked over by someone who you yeah. thought was like solid and like that you trusted hella but then when it happens it's just like uh it's just yeah. like the worst feeling ever yeah but that's definitely it very doggy dog at least for me yeah yeah i mean that, I, th- I would say that the same thing for me i mean i don't even, i don't know how much how industry that is i feel like it's just people and it's just like surrounding the industry yeah it's like i don't know like in the industry it's kind of like the, uh i mean in the industry i mean like it's just industry bullshit. Like, people are just fake. They're all trying to, like, take advantage. It's all about money, I think. That's that's kind of, like, I guess yeah. what's disgusting is, like, they're, and, like, for me, as like, the artist is, like, fuck, like, it, it's all about money. It's not about the art at all, yeah. you know? That's in the industry, though. The stuff that surrounds it is, obviously, people are fucking fake. Like, people switch up, and then all of a, like, all of a sudden, people who were dicks to you in high school are hitting, you know, trying to be hella cool, and, like, it's just because of this and that, and it just, like, makes you feel like, damn, like, I'm just a thing, you know? Mm. But... I mean, in the industry, I'd say it's fucking just all about money. Is that something that you have explored, like, in music? Because that's an interesting topic, just being, like, a thing to people. Just feeling like it's just, It's hard to, yeah, it's, like, I feel like I've got to process, it's it's been, that's kind of been, like, where I'm at right now and kind of what I'm processing right now. So I haven't, I've I've written a bunch of ideas down and I have a bunch of starts to ideas. I haven't fully fleshed on it. It's probably what I'm going to end up writing it's probably what will come out next, honestly, is, is something about that. It's just I, I feel like I have to process it some more and really figure out how exactly I feel about it before I write, like, a full song about it. But, yeah, that's been the biggest thing. Like, I remember just fucking, like, I cried, like, I cried, like, I try to cry a lot and fuck a baby, but I remember crying to Trav just because, like, I thought that I had a bunch of friends. I felt, thought I had a big circle and, like, everybody liked me. And then I don't even remember what happened, but like one day I like I took a step back from everything and I just kind of watched and I kind of stepped outside of myself. I just watched shit to kind of try to see how things for what they truly were. And I was like, it like just like sucked. I was just like, wow. And then like I decided, to, yeah, <clears throat> I don't want to say too much, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just realized that the people who are really genuinely real and really like me for me are way less than what I thought it was, which really hurt, but it made me really appreciate those people like 10 times more. And really, like, and like, I would like die for all those people. Like, those, like, Trav, fucking Jaden, Kiati, my girlfriend, like, my, my fucking roommate, like, my, my mates from high school, like, because they, like they were there like before everything and they were like they've just always been there for but like those people it's like it's probably a group of like 10 people 15 people and that's so much smaller than what I thought it was but, really 
That's smaller. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean... I'm, it's a good thing, dude. Damn. I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm I, I didn't think you were going to say 50. I thought be like, Well, yeah, I mean, counting yeah, I got... family, counting, like, my, my oh, okay. buds. Like, it's not people that I hang out with consistently. Yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha. my consistent group of people is, like, six people. Like, you, you, Kiati, like, my girlfriend. Four. Consistent? I would say even smaller than that. Yeah. It's, like, probably, like, three people. Yeah. But, I mean, people that, people that like, I know that are genuine, probably, like, 15... Like, 16. Okay. Like, just in town and, like, genuine friends. Yeah. Oh, and Billy. Of course, Billy. Could never forget Billy. I talk to Billy every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy's my video guy. Shout out fucking Billy Bennett. Best video guy. Best fucking... He's my... Over he's Jay. My, my dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I thought you were cool with that, too. So, so Jaden does a lot more stuff for, for Kiati. Um, he helps me out on, on things here and there, but, but he's more on, like, Kiati's team. Billy's more on my team. Um, but we all work together on everything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about Jaden, man. How did yeah. you guys meet this guy? Uh, how, how did he become <laughs> creative director, camera Yo, work? let me camera you, bro. <laughs> yeah, get the camera on Jaden. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tell go. the story of Jaden. Okay. Look, you can use the bathroom. Yeah, Do I have to go to the bathroom set downstairs? No, no, there's one up here. <laughs> there is? Yeah. Is it safe? Yeah. yeah. Where is it? Yeah, you're not going to get shanked. Right. It, it's around yeah. the corner. <laughs> you got to walk out. And yeah, Jaden... Jaden's fucking great, bro. Like, I remember, like, last year, it was, like, in the early phases of X3, like, a couple months in, our A&R at the time, like, still a good friend, he, uh, he left X3 to go to college, but, um, Matt was his name. Him and Jaden were, like, good friends, and, uh, Jaden had, like, lived in Sonoma, like, down south, um, and he was, like, just getting into graphic design and stuff, and I needed someone to help out with, like, graphic design. Like, i do it, but I was like, I can't be doing, like, all this shit because it was just, like, a ton of work. And so Matt, like, was talking to Jaden about it, and Jaden's like, fuck it, I'm coming back to Reading. Um, I'll come and help you guys out. And then, like, first meeting him, he's like, he just grinded. Like, he just came into the studio, and, like, he'd be there all day just, like, on his laptop. Just Even if he's not working on, like, something specific, he's, like, making just art concepts and just graphic design work. And then he slowly just started to, like, move into, like, photography, um, helped out with some music videos, and just gone crazy. Like, he did a cover art for Paris. Um, oh, okay. Just yeah. a G. Jaden's just a, just a solid person, bro. Is that a fair representation, Jaden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How old are you, man? Uh, I'm 20. I okay. just turned 20. All right. That seems about right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You look 20 in the face, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I usually get younger, so I'll take that. Yeah, for sure, man. Do you enjoy doing this? I mean, creative director, like, what's that entail? I mean, I don't even know what that would even fucking be, to be honest with you. I don't know. I've, I, sorry. I don't know. It's like, it's a it's a lot of things. I guess it's just being, like, a creative in general in a way and just kind of using your skills in different ways to, like, help out. Like, I guess that's the best way to put it. But I work a lot with Kiati, like, me and him have been working together for, like, almost more than a year now. Mm -hmm. I've known him. So we've just been grinding, like, getting his image down, his branding, all that, what he wants to do. And also it's just, like, day-to-day -day stuff, you know what I mean? Just managing, talking to them, checking in, like, hey, how you doing, all that stuff. But, yeah, that's, like, for the most part what I do. And then, obviously, like, cover art, stuff like that. Photography, I've been doing more. I mean, all that. But, yeah, that's, like, the main of it. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the camera, man. I, I, I don't know what setup <laughs> it would be. Because Davey's like, hey, like, I want to have, like, my buddy come through with a camera. I thought it was going to be, like, a big fucking thing that I oh, stood up. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what to expect. So I, I'm cool with it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually my brother's camera. He, like, let me, he's, like, letting me use it. Yeah. You've just been, like, Brian. putting that thing to work. Let Davey back in here. <laughs> but, yeah. But, like, with the creative director, like, I don't know, like, the titles and stuff, I feel like all of us are kind of like we all yeah. kind of do everything and we all wear like every hat and it's like like people are like oh what are you what do you do and it's sometimes just, i'm, I'm just travi's like, manager yeah sometimes davy's <laughs> my <scared>. manager and <laughs> i'm the artist <laughs> but no like we all kind of just do everything and we're all so young and so early we're like i feel like we're still figuring out exactly like what we are you know we haven't just like i don't know and just like breaking out of boxes that's yeah. just kind of like how we all like view things you guys keep bringing that up what boxes are you guys referring to like just the boxes i mean we remember earlier the performance you have to say it's a fucking pop show which i agree is bullshit like is that the kind of box you're talking about is just breaking down these stigmas in writing or it's it's not even it's like yeah it's just like in general like just like what it means to be something yeah what what like it's like break a box is like what, what it means to be a pop song it's like what what makes you like how do I explain it almost? It's like kind of hard. It's like when like when you listen to something, what makes you think that it's a pop song? It's like, okay, break that box. Like Or like, what can a pop song be? Let's change that. Does it have to be just a beat that's like all beautiful and like airy and fucking smooth sounding and talking about just love? Or can it be something that's grimy and talking about something like, th- like blah, blah, blah? You know what I'm saying? It's just breaking the box of like what it means to be something. It's like he's breaking the box of what it means to be a manager. I want to break the box of what it means to be an artist, what it means to make pop music or make hyper pop it's like breaking uh, like i guess the norms yeah almost. i feel like it's just like kind of like the norms that's probably so i guess stigmas yeah yeah it's just like yeah just doing shit doing shit different i guess and just like seeing how like everything is done right now and like putting your own twist on it and your own like doing it with your own like style i guess yeah so i mentioned it up top Noticing that you guys do the the one thing a week. Is there ever going to be a full album coming out all at once? Or is it, for, is it I don't want to say forever, because I mean, nothing's ever forever, it seems like. But is it just, we'll, we'll do one every few weeks. We'll just do one at a time, see how it goes. Because I, if you guys go one at a time. So you mean, I, like, do you mean like an X3 project? Yeah, or just really? in general. Like, let's say, like, Davey, like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have 15, 20 songs saved in the vault for an album, per se. But, like. Uh. Is that the goal is to save up enough to put out like a full project at some point? Or is it just like, hey man, like I got one, let's just do it in a couple weeks? I think, yeah, dude, projects, I feel like albums happen too. You don't really make albums happen. I've, I feel like a lot of people put together albums by making a bunch of songs over time and then just collecting them and putting them together. But for me, it's always kind of happened within a very short amount of time. Like Heartbreak Hotel, my last album that did really, really well, stopped calling me. Um, that album was made in a week like just over a week like what 12 songs mm-hmm. was made in like a week and it was just i got creative and then i just made it and we had a whole album planned and it was also heartbreak hotel and it was we had like what 15 songs on that features mm-hmm. everything and then one week i just created and I, I was like this is way more me this feels way more me this is right now this is relevant everything this is the new album and we ran with that and it went way better so i mean i feel like albums happen too you can't really plan for them i am wanting to do an album 
I'm working on an album now. Is it the actual album? Who knows? It kind of is like, yeah. do I have a name? Maybe. But. Heartbreak yeah. Motel. Markbreak. <laughs> Markbreak. Marlboro. Marlboro. Los Angeles, man. You guys go there a lot. You guys talk about it a lot. Is that a source of creativity? Obviously, that's like the fucking collaboration capital of the world. You got everything right there. But do you guys just like going there because of the weather? Does it get creative for you? Does it open up certain avenues? <laughs> I wish we could go there because we'd like to go in there. No, it's, 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 a, it's a fucking... LA's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's, it's just madness. Like, just chaotic as hell. But it's beautiful, though, at the same time. Like, there's beauty in it. But I really feel like it's like you go out there... You grind it out, you make connections with people, you meet all these different people, get in different sessions. Um, it's just where the, it's like the music industry capital. And I feel like if you want to do music and like you're really serious about it, you gotta be like making trips out there, moving out there even. Um, we're planning on moving out there soon. But yeah, I think it's just like, like I have a lot of fun down there, but also it is draining at the same time, Yeah, being out there. Reading is Reading can get boring because there's nothing to do, and there's it's like it's quiet. There's not a lot of traffic. It's like what do you do at night? Other than go to the fucking bar, but it's kind of nice because you get a break. Like you can chill and like actually there's like peace almost. You can almost feel like the energy of like just the people is just way more peaceful and laid back, which is probably also like been shooting us in the foot a little bit for Reading like be, like progressing. But right. You don't really appreciate it until you go down to L.A. where it's just like, <laughs> the fucking just crack. And then you come up here and then you're like, oh, wow, I can chill at home and just sit outside and drink a coffee. Or like, I can go to the store in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Like in L.A., like if you're going to go anywhere, that's a whole day trip, no matter where it is. It's like a, it's at least a 30-minute drive. Like if yeah. you're going to go to this session, you're like, okay, it's going to be like an hour to get there. And then you got to like plan out your whole day around that. Yeah. And that's if there's like not bad traffic. But yeah, LA LA is cool though. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's like a love-hate relationship. But So what I, do you guys hate most about it? The I mean, it takes it's just like I don't like big cities. It just I, I feel like there's like people it's just kind of like herding cattle and just like people are viewed as like cattle there's just like not a lot of individualism at all. And then it's just very very industry. There's a lot of, but there's like, it's not that, like, we're saying a lot of bad shit about it, but we do like it because we like the, some of the people there. And like, it's, it's a gold mine for, you know, there's so many people you can do whatever and you're never going to see these people again. So you can like go fuck around in public, you know, make funny content. You can go do a show and like every, if you do a show every day, you'd be, you're able to actually like reach new people every single day, an entirely different crowd every single day because it's so big. You just go right. to a different part of LA. So yeah. it's good for a lot of things. It's just, kind of crack it's, yeah it's yeah. like the traffic i feel like and like not even just well, like we the never, car traffic though like it's like and we don't have money so we don't of, like, we never stay in hotels we sleep in cars and on floors of people's houses like every time we go down so like we don't have the best the out, no really i mean th- yeah. that, that's cool though like you gotta start like that i mean like, like i said off top i was like yeah i mean i got like a one mic like the goal one day is to have the ones that fucking hang and you can move them around. You can do, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. cool. That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, we'll see what happens. But no, yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, you guys mentioned it's draining. There's a lot of stuff about it that is very um, toxic, I guess. But what, what's the, what's your favorite part about it? Is it the weather? Like, what's the favorite part about, like, yeah, man, we get to go to fucking L.A. The right? people. Let's go. 
like the amount of like the weather sucks the people that you get to meet <laughs> like you meet a lot of really fucking just like evil people out there that are just on some like bullshit but then you meet some like people who are like on the same thing as you it's like because yeah. out here it's like we're just like these little weirdos who just like make hyper pop and all this shit and like and no we're one grinding. gets us and we're just like yeah and we're working our asses off and stuff and like I, I feel really misunderstood like out here like people don't get it like so there's like also like few but you go down to LA and it's like this whole like everybody's scene and get, it's like everybody's, everybody's on the same thing and then it it almost like shifts it from like like oh you almost feel special like when you're here because it's like oh, you're like yeah. the only one doing this but then you go out there and it's like it's really fucking humbling, honestly. It's just yeah. like, oh, I'm not shit. Like, there's so much more people out here. Like, this yeah. world is so much bigger. Yeah. But it's so good. many you, talented you people. Meet, you meet people who are on the same thing as you. At least, yeah. like, for me and for him. Like, it's like, you get you get to be around your people. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys do for fun as friends, man? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, fuck like this like, question. Like, like, fuck the music. Like, I, I know you guys work constantly i feel like i work constantly like what's something i mean you guys have any fucking pets like do you guys go to like like what what do you guys do for fun man well what's something that's like bro we need to take a break disconnect this is fun for this is actually kind of like a treat for us yeah i mean hey i thank you man i'm glad of this it's better than you guys being like oh fuck you know like dreading it me and trav i feel like fun for us is actually just like actually making music like together at least like separately trav does his own thing i do my own thing i spend time with my girl i meditate I watch shows sometimes but like I think my favorite my favorite thing to do for fun is go out in nature and do like hike go to the beach or like uh, thrifting is something that me and Trav do for fun now actually thrifting is yeah, a big thing that we do that's the shit together shit. at least <laughs> together we don't we, we're it's almost all work though because we kind of love what we do yeah. yeah and like it's just the hustle but I mean wine bag <laughs> I don't getting, know if I should say that on the podcast, getting, but getting slapping the wine. Slapping the wine. Getting blasted drunk on trips and making good music. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, the fun stuff. What, what do you do for fun other than, like, when, when you're not with me? Music. Art. No, you I don't do know, art, art stuff. What do you do when you hung out with your brother? You're like, I don't, like, I'll just, I, I like to do, like, new shit. Like, I like to experience, like, new things and try new shit, like, I'll go fishing. Like, I don't really fish that much, but... Yeah. Like, and exploring, too. I like going and seeing new places, going out into nature. Stuff yeah. like that. Meditation. I like to meditate a lot. Reading. I think reading's really fun. But, yeah. I don't really, like... Like, video games. I don't really play video games that much. I don't, like, watch TV that much. I just, like... I don't know. I really love what I do. And that's kind of, like, where I get most of my fun. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, video games, I want to say they're a distraction because people can make some good-ass money doing that shit. People have a lot of fun doing it. But for me, it feels like a distraction. It feels like I should be doing something else, and you can't help but feel like you should be doing something else when you're doing that. And, like, that's just a whole mind-numbing thing in and of itself. Jane, what do you do for fun, man? Besides just hold the camera for an hour, which your arm's got to be tired, but I appreciate you. Uh, my little stress relief is I go airsofting on the weekends. Oh, okay. That's, like, my main thing. But I also just hang out with my other friends, make time for other people. Most of my family lives in Arizona, so I don't see them as much. So I make time for, like, just a lot of my good close friends that I already knew from the area before. But, yeah, those are the main things. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, 
what comes next for you guys, man? 2021 and beyond. I mean, I know we've that's been a topic throughout, but like, what is on the immediate horizon from now until New Year? Like, is there a bunch of more singles? Is there just just grinding? I mean, I, it's, a, it's a very new operation. I have a lot of different surprises that I don't want to announce yet on specifics, just because I want to facilitate the hype correctly. I've got a lot of really cool things. Um, gonna be working on a lot of music. I want to have an album. Me and Trav both want to have. Trav's got his album coming out. He doesn't have a date yet, I don't think. But Trav is working on an album. I'm also working on an album. We're all working on an album together. So I think just make a fuck ton of music. Do a lot of shows. I want to do a lot of shows. We're gonna work. We're gonna be going down to Chico. I think um, pretty soon. I want to start taking over Chico as well. Um, I'm gonna try to. I think one thing I'm focusing on locally is I really want to get the high schools more involved because like I'm now grown out of high school I'm 21 so like most of my circle is like 19 and up and it's like I really want like I really want the young kids to like experience more of like what they're listening to on the radio in real life you know what I'm saying so I think I think that's what we're doing and then moving I'm oh we might be we're probably moving down to LA um I'm trying to move down there more on like a live here and there at the same time just two weeks both places because it's kind of what I'm already doing but life's crazy you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen so who knows right you could wake up tomorrow and have a million plays on something or yeah 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 for sure yeah what are you guys planning on doing as far as the shows I mean you guys have done the the what the concrete jungle what was concrete it? lodge concrete lodge yeah. I keep fucking yeah. it up man concrete I'm sorry concrete jungle but... where <laughs> dreams are made of <laughs> Okay. Um, would you guys do like basketball gyms like like is it enterprise football stadium like, like would you guys go Kanye with it do like the football stadium thing like but we, if we could bring out enough people I mean yeah. I'm, I think we're de- we want to do whatever we can it's just about bringing people out meeting new people and getting more people on board that's like the hard part like it's easy to throw a show it's hard to bring people out so yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're probably gonna like chill out on shows locally at least like just to like I feel like it's like you get to a point where it's like you're oversaturating it. Yeah. And so like for us, like personally at least, like for like Davey and Kiati, like doing a little bit less of the local shows and starting to like branch out. Um, we got them booked for Orlando in December. That's oh, gonna wow. be really yeah. cool. It's like some metal bands. They just like they found us through TikTok and hit me up and they're like, Yeah, I wanna get you guys out here. Dude, so, fuck yeah, so yeah, dude. excited for that. Congrats, yeah. Uh, in the we're in talks with uh, this outlet Groove Rally for getting them on a show in Dallas, which is where Kiati's from. So we might be doing that. Um, but yeah, it's just like a lot of different things, a lot of different moving parts, and just like just pushing. Shit yeah. changes though, so it's like nothing's for certain. Yeah, you can't really even say you don't yeah. even. It's hard to even say plans that are like far because like, dude, shit changes every single fucking month. Every month, like the direction completely changes. So yeah, maybe Trav won't be working on an album in a month, bro. Maybe he'll. I don't know. Maybe it'll be out. Maybe, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on, man. Yeah, dude. This is this was cool as fuck. Man. Thank you guys. Fun. Thank yeah. you for holding the camera. I never had a cameraman before, so it's just like yeah, I, yeah. I don't mean to forget you, man. Yeah, but yeah, thank you for for doing it. It's a lot of dedication in that job. Yeah, thank you guys yeah. for coming on, dude. This was no, sick dude, as fuck. This, no, was, uh, this is super yeah. fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to new music and yeah. you know, wish you guys the best, man. I, I hope to be a part of the, the renaissance as much as you guys are. So Yeah, definitely. I see, yeah. I see you having your lane with the podcast. I don't see anyone else out here really doing it. Just keep going with that shit, bro. There's a couple other guys. Um, 
And they actually had uh, Solar and uh, OZ and, oh, and them guys on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Friday Night Therapy. Uh, shout out to my guy, Austin. He's the one that he's like the, that's like his fucking baby. He, he does it, uh, mm. you know, straight out of Anderson. So, yeah, there's a couple other guys out here that, that yeah. definitely kill it and do their thing. And so, yeah, it, it's... You gotta collaborate, man. I'm, I'm tired yeah. of reading in this fucking weird division that everyone's always on and yeah. beef and all that. So, yeah, yeah it's, t- it's time we unite a little bit and, yeah, and, and get it together. Thanks. So, yeah, thank you guys for coming on, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah, you guys. Bet. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. I'll be back here sometime soon. And that is about it. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>